Hi, this is Becky Pitts, host of the Becky Pitts Morning Show. This is Don Shields, host of the Don Shields Show. This is Joe Brantley, host of the Joe Brantley Show. This is Rob Pacey, voice of PBL Athletics. This is Dan Gee. And you're listening to the Jay and Kale Show. Presented by 104.9 WPXN Paxton Rantoul. And welcome back to the Jay and Kale Show. WPXN Paxton Rantoul. Uh, usually we got something witty in these intros, something that happened. Not even. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of crazy. It seems like everything's on lockdown, obviously, as we see throughout the world, and obviously here at home, stateside. I understand the, uh, the reasoning behind it, but man, it's tough when you're a sports fan and uh, you wake up and pretty much the only thing going on, like we talked about off air, is NFL stuff in the off season. so... The uh, March 11th, I believe, was when it all happened, I think is the day. I'm going to remember that day for the rest of my life. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I mean, it's a, essentially, I mean, it's the biggest type of response to any type of disease for as long as I can remember. I know everyone kind of references some of these things that have come up in the 2000s, but I don't ever remember anything like this as far as a lockdown so if you live under a rock and you don't know what we're talking about then we're talking about the coronavirus um that's obviously sweeping not only the world but the united states as as a whole now it took away the big 10 tournament it's first of all let's backtrack limited fans to no fans at the big 10 tournament and then 15 minutes before the first game on friday was going to tip they canceled it following Kansas pulling out of the national tournament. I heard there's going to be a 16-team tournament when it comes to March Madness. Canceled it completely. They canceled NASCAR. WPXN will no longer have any NASCAR races on Sunday. Um, They canceled the MLB season. Well, not canceled, but postponed. And they're looking at a June 1st start date. I don't know, man. It's just, it's nuts. Yeah, I mean, pretty much sports as we know it has ceased to go on in its entirety for everything. Uh, the, uh, the last sporting event that happened was what this past weekend, uh, a soccer match somewhere. Yep. That's as much as I can remember. Yeah. It's just crazy. I'm at a loss for words for the entire situation in itself. Stay tuned with school or uh school close. All schools are closed till at least the 30th. Um, Stay tuned with all the updates. We will at WPXM. We're working very diligently with the Ford County Public Health Department to make sure that we get everything, every bit of information out that we can, as fast as we can. Because Jade, things are changing with this in minutes. Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. I was just uh, on social media earlier, and I mean, you'd really have to dig. It seems like to find credible sources because there's just so many angles that people are coming from media wise and blowing it up and i mean it does seem like we are starting to have a pretty good amount of people that are recovering although we do have you know a pretty high death toll for the amount of time that this has been around right we are starting to get up in the 
high 70s to low 80,000s as far as cases that have recovered out of the 190,000 that have been reported. So, you know, amidst of all this, there's uh, some good that comes out of the bad always. You know, obviously the lockdown and people not being able to work and things like that, that's terrible. And uh, thoughts and prayers go out to them and any assistance that they can get. But it's also good to kind of decompress, I feel like. Right. Shut, your, shut your phone off, you know, stay at home with your family. It just always kind of seems like the people that we are closest to in distance are the people who are farthest away from in reality sometimes. So, you know, so I guess you got to kind of look for the good with the bad. The uh, one thing I will say is for people that aren't sports fans, this might hit closer to home. Um, the sports industry was the one that started or brought the most awareness to the situation that we have right now in the COVID-19 outbreak. They're the ones that really late started first canceling events, postponing things and limiting fan attendance. And, you know, that kind of brought, you know, a, a, a wave of, Hey, maybe if this is happening, then maybe, you know, the rest of the country is going to jump on board. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I agree a hundred percent. It just kind of goes to show you how much of an impact, you know, if not uh, lifestyle-wise for those that love sports, but, I mean, just business-wise in general that sports right. has on this country. And I do think we've had a pretty good response. Obviously, you know, I'm sure there's quite a few people that, you know, it's kind of crazy to – I hate to keep talking about it because I know we're, we're searching for things to talk about, but – it's just kind of crazy to me how there's probably tens of thousands of cases that people think they have the cold, a cold or something and never report it and it goes away, you know. It's just there's so many unknowns, it's, it's hard to put your finger on anything right now. So my lady just texted me. All the schools are shutting down everywhere, shutting down for the rest of the semester, going to online instruction. And they are moving one of her family members out today they had one hour in their dorm room to get everything out of his dorm room one hour they had an hour to get everything out yes that's what she Good just told lord me. that boy you gotta be booking you better pick and choose what you really want yeah imagine okay so there's some people that uh take you know a rucksack to school and then there's others that take literally their whole entire house Right. Yeah, absolutely. You got one one hour to move all that. Yeah, good luck. Might as well start throwing stuff out the window that ain't going to break. Yeah. Whatever floor you're on, you better hope you're on a low floor. You just throw it all outside. You can handle it from there, I guess. Take a bunch of garbage bags. Load up all your clothes. Yeah, you just better hope there ain't a bunch of people down below you doing the same thing. Hey, heads up. (laughs) Who's going to be the, the first, first person to stick a bowling ball or something? Yeah, no oh. kidding. Oh. Like them cartoons, throw a piano out the window. Yeah, yeah, that was what came to mind. Um, anyway, speaking of stuff, not, not knowing what to do, I put a poll on WPXN's Twitter page. That will be open until I think around 1 o'clock or 2 o'clock tomorrow. Head over there. There's a poll up, seeing what Jay, you guys want Jay and I to talk about. The four categories, review sports movies. That's leading so far. Um, 
get more voices on the show. We'll talk about a little bit more about that. We got one Thursday. Uh, best sports video games and then interviews from area athletes. If we can get them, if I can get them, Jake can get them, we'll do them. Um, that's not out of the realm of possibilities, but Jay and I's situation right now, it's kind of hard to get interviews in. So uh, we'll try it. We'll figure it out. So go vote, see what you want us to do. Jay, I'm kind of leaning more towards everybody else and go with the movie side. Yeah, I agree. I kind of glanced at the poll. It seemed like that's what was uh, leading so far with the number of votes that we had. And I'll tell you what, man, if there's one thing I like to do, it's hunker in and watch movies and especially sports movies. I mean, who doesn't like a good sports movie? And, there's, and with that, before we get into the only saving grace that we have in football right now, um, man, there's so many movies. Like we got the classics. Remember the Titans, you know, uh, uh, the Sandlot, Major League. You go on the list. You got League of Their Own. We got a whole bunch. Raging Bull. A lot of people haven't seen that one or even heard of it. I mean, there's boxing yeah. movies, baseball movies. I mean, we could just pick one, both watch it, talk about it, and then there's our episode for the week for the next however long. Hopefully, two months could be longer. Yeah, I'm hoping they come to some type of conclusion. I just know I saw they started the first vaccine testing monday so i mean obviously it won't be anytime soon they said but at least we're trying to do something about it it's just that it's just you got to move fast and that's the problem you know that's the problem with these pandemics is you don't know anything about it what's what's causing it how to stop it you just got to move fast and get the research done on it and try to move diligently that's exactly right and i feel like uh this is maybe one of the things that could bring some people together obviously we have been hope, yeah we it's good to that, see all these communities banding together uh right. large and small right and then you know maybe even hopefully worldwide we can put some stuff aside and work yeah. as separate countries to find something to get rid of this for everybody so yeah it's a problem now obviously we're it's a hot topic it's hard not to talk about we're trying yeah. to trying to bring some shining light into a negative situation. But I mean, if you look not only me and you, but a lot of people's world's been ripped away. A lot of people's escape has been taken for a reason that, you know, makes us unhappy, but we have to understand why it was taken away. Yeah. And I mean, it, like we kind of talked about a little bit, I mean, it, the measures that were put in place were obviously put in place for the right reasons. You know, we don't want to overwhelm, overwhelm, excuse me, the healthcare professionals, uh, you know, we don't That's want to number hospitals one. up too fast. And I really think that kind of gets overlooked, you know, people see everything getting canceled and they get scared. And right. I think there's a lot of misinformed people that kind of look at it a different way. But like we said, it's all in, uh, all the measures that were taken were, you know, with people in mind, I should say. So. Where do you want to start? You want to start with the Bears? Yeah, I guess, man. I... All right. First of all, Ryan Pace, this is a hot take. Ryan Pace, got to go. Got to hey, go what now. What are you doing? You're going to get me on rant mode early. That's fine. We need it. Um, Ryan Pace got to go. Number one, he, two reasons. We need a quarterback. The Bears are in desperate, desperate need of a quarterback. Mitchell Trubisky, <laughs> it just ain't it. Ain't going to get it done. And 
you go out and you spend $16 million on a tight end that's 34 years old that can't run block and can maybe catch one out of every 10 passes. Yeah, how about him releasing Leonard Floyd? A number, a first round draft pick? What are we doing? And releasing and just letting him go for nothing like they did with Jordan Howard? I mean, I I don't even know what to say about this man. He trades away all our first round draft picks until God knows when. What is it, like 2022? Uh, I think at the earliest, that's our next first round draft pick. Yeah, so... If he thinks he's going to get a first round out of Mitchell, he's not. Right, and obviously you can't say that a guy has a crystal ball and he can predict a kid's future, but (laughs) why would you not take a Deshaun Watson or a Patrick Mahomes just for the sheer fact of they showed they could do it more consistently at the collegiate level, like I'm not saying Mitch isn't a good player or can't be a good player, but I'll say it. I'll say it. Played, he can't like, do he, it. It's not like he played in the SEC. You know what I'm saying? Like I was so confused. Like, he was a, he was a quarterback at North Carolina. Yeah, for a season. He played what? And in, in that season, I don't think he played seven games. Yeah, like what? And he go and we trade up. I don't know. I just I... you trade up. You get the pick from, I think it was San Francisco. Yeah. You get the pick from San Francisco. You have Deshaun Watson, who Dabo Sweeney, like him or hate him, said is going to be the Michael Jordan of football. And he's proved it the last three years. And, no, we're going to take Mitchell Trubisky from North Carolina and played six games instead of a guy who just got out of a national championship game in Clemson. He was literally the most valuable player on that team. He he won them a national championship. If he's not on that team, they get waxed by Alabama. Absolutely, because that was one of the better Alabama teams that we've seen. And then they did it again with Trevor Lawrence. That's a whole other situation. But they, that's one of the best Alabama teams I think I've ever seen when when uh, Deshaun Watson just walked in there and beat them. Yeah, I just, I just refuse to believe all the other shows and things I listened to over the past couple of years that Mitch has been at the starting spot. You know, the guys on the score talk about it. Well, it's hard to uh, put a timetable on a guy's success. <laughs> I don't disagree with that. It, it is hard to put a timetable on guy's success. But when we're going backwards significantly from where we were last season, I'm, I don't, uh-uh. There's nothing that you can do or say to me that makes that okay. Right. <laughs> and, and there isn't. Yeah, and and sense. what hurts is look at the Cardinals, the Arizona Cardinals. Sorry, not your St. Louis Cardinals. No, um, you're good. The Cardinals that did it have done it right. They draft Josh Rosen, has poten- some potential to be an NFL quarterback. They hire Cliff Kingsbury. They go get a new quarterback so they don't have to worry about it. Instead, the Ryan Pace does not want to own up that he messed up and drafting Trubitsky, instead he's going to just ride with him, say there's going to be no quarterback competition, and now we're shopping the quarterback market. Can't get Bridgewater like we alluded to yesterday because he just signed the same deal in Carolina, but the reason why he didn't want to come to Chicago was because of the quarterback competition. He didn't want to go through that, even though I think you're competing against Mitchell Trubisky. 
ain't I don't think I don't think it would be that hard if there was a person who evaluated, and I would hope that they would from a coaching standpoint in Chicago, unbiased evaluation of quarterback talent and efficiency. I don't see how Teddy Bridgewater isn't under center for the Chicago Bears if we sign him. You are competing against a guy who can't read a defense. That's pretty imperative in the NFL, being able to know what defensive set and what defensive coverage that they're in. So I'm I'm pretty sure, unlike the NFL, the XFL gets to have the microphones on the entire time in their helmets, right? Yep. Yeah, that's the league Trubisky needs to be in. So his yep. coach can tell him where to throw the ball. Yes, because so that's exactly what Nagy did his first two years. They crippled that kid. If you see a defender here, you're throwing this route. Right. If you see this type of setup pre-snap, you're running this play. And that's he was like a puppet. And I think that's because Mitchell Trubisky did not legitimately did not have any idea what was going on. I legitimately believe that. Now, I'm not trying to talk down on the guy as a person. He's probably a really good guy. But as a football player, he comes off as very dumb to me. <laughs> just dumb. He, I don't know what it is. It just, it's, I don't know. I just don't know what, why, what, or how. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying there aren't bad throws that guys have. Well, Tom Brady makes them every now and then, and he's you the greatest quarterback like, ever play. Throw. Right, I get it. You make a bad throw. You do this, you do that. But, I mean, when there's like three or four instances every game where I'm literally, we're standing up, we're looking at the television going, where is he throwing that ball? What does he see? No, no what I is don't. He looking at? What read is he making? And And you know – that if his first read isn't there, he's not looking for the check down. No. He, he, he is going to scramble and run away, and this year they wanted to take his legs away from him. And he, they forced him into a, become a pocket passer, which he's not, and completely just ruined everything. I yeah, think I mean, it has to – I think half of it's on Ryan Pace. A quarter of it's on Ryan Pace. A quarter of it is on – Nagy and the last portion, I don't think I did my math right, is on Trubisky. Yeah, you're right. Two quarters and a half, you bet. There we go. <laughs> I'm with you, but it's like I'm I agree as far as the reading thing. How many times did we see that guy stare down a sideline and throw a deep ball over yep. a guy who was blanketed by DBs? Exactly. It's like he made his mind up before it's gonna happen. At least one drive he's doing every if if not once a game, if not every drive, he's doing that. And like I said, I always try to backtrack a little bit. I'm sure he's a good dude, but I don't want him to be my quarterback anymore. No, I want uh, – well, now I wanted Teddy Bridgewater. I think Teddy Bridgewater was the best best possible scenario for where we were at at the time. Right now, that was the best quarterback we were going to get. If Cam Newton is healthy, yes, by all means, I will take a healthy Cam Newton. I'm sure you would too. Um, absolutely Nick Foles Andy Dalton no I don't I don't care what Nick Foles has done in the past in Philly I don't care I don't think Nagy's the coach that Peterson is I I don't want Andy Dalton either yeah I don't know I don't even know <laughs> obviously uh hope the best for a guy who's a fellow athlete and 
sport advocate, but Andy Dalton, yikes. I don't want any part of Andy Dalton. If I had to take anybody over between Nick Foles and Andy Dalton, I'm taking Nick Foles in a landslide. Right. But I'm with you. I'm hoping we can get a healthy Cam Newton. Oh, why don't we just sign Brady? Just pay Brady. Well, they can't because we're about to get <laughs> into that. We got to we got to get off of the Bears before I my blood pressure gets any higher. That ain't no kidding. Um, we could t- well let's save Brady for last because that might be a second. Let's go to the Indianapolis Colts. This is another guy that's off of the list. Phil Rivers signed a one year deal with them because they realized, hey, Jacoby Brissett, good quarterback. He just ain't. He, he just can't win like Phil Rivers has been able to. I guess I don't know. No, he's in the downhill slide of his career. I think it's a great pickup for the Colts. Yeah, me too. I mean, we kind of talked about the Colts a little bit. Obviously, when they had the crazy announcement and coming out of Andrew Luck retiring, um, I feel like Andrew Luck was kind of really molding into that role of. And he played like a veteran. He was a leader. Everyone kind of rallied around him. He was smart. He understood that offense. And I really think that a team like Indianapolis will benefit from a guy like Phillip Rivers being around, who is a good teammate, you know, a motivator at that. At the same time, he's a guy. I still think that guy's a good player. I think he can throw the ball really well and make good reads and, I think if everyone's healthy in Indianapolis, offensive-wise, they could be a really good team. He's got a heck of an offensive line, if not the best one since the Packers just traded Ryan or Ryan Boulot. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, yeah. I can't. I can't ever pronounce that. He just went to the Chargers um, on a three-year, thirty million dollar deal. So, uh, I mean. I think the Colts had the best offensive line in the NFL this year. Maybe maybe the yeah. Ravens, but Yonda just retired. And a killer defense at that, too. I mean, we saw that young, last year. Young defense. Right, and, you know, a hungry defense at that. They're motivated. They want to be good, and they know they're good. And then, I, So I'm scrolling through free agency tracker on NFL.com. I forgot about Danny Trevathan. That's a great – extend Danny. I love the way Trevathan plays football. Him and Roquan Smith are two of the best in the business right now, I think. And I then hope, I hope that he can stay healthy too. That seems like that, that's a pretty big injury to have defensive-wise, especially yeah. a linebacker, I feel like. But I'm with you. I would re-sign him too. You moved down, and I got to Cleveland. Austin Hooper – that was who I told you. I sent you all caps text, by the way, which, you know, um, about Austin Hooper, about how he signed Jimmy Graham when he could have got Hooper. Um, and then they re-signed, they signed Case Keenum to back up uh, Baker, I'm sure. And Kareem Hunt, they re-signed him. That makes Dude, sense. The Browns are on paper. They just can't win, but on paper, they're so good. Yeah, I, it makes no sense to me. And just ask Colin. It's all Baker's fault. Well, he he's not a big Baker fan. He never has been ever since That's that so incident. Oh, man. I, I just remember seeing one of them rants on the Browns and old Baker. And it just makes you wonder what's going on. Like, what's going on in Cleveland that they're so good on paper that they can't win? I think it was Jimmy Haslam and or Jimmy Haslam, uh, the GM. I got gotcha. I, I can't remember his name right now. 
Hang on. Um, they just got rid of him. Um, I think he was the problem because he was trying to counteract everything that what they were doing. And he what they weren't. I don't know. Jimmy Haslam's tough to work for. You know what I'm saying, though? Like, what's That's... happening strategy-wise that they're not winning football games if they're that good on paper? You know what I mean? Like, is it player execution? Is it an OC that's not putting guys in the right spots or calling the right plays? Is it a defense that can't stop anybody? You know what I'm saying? I, I feel like there's an underlying problem. Like, I understand it's hard to work for that guy, and I'd heard bad things about him on ESPN. But he ain't between the lines playing games. John Dorsey. Oh, that's right. We talked a little bit about him, too, honestly. I remember back in early episodes. Back. Yeah. Uh, John Dorsey, yeah, then they hired Andrew Barry as the youngest GM ever. But, yeah, no, I, I agree. Well, I think it was, well, let's go ahead and hire Freddie Kitchens as our head coach. Yeah, that's true. I think that, that might have been problem number one. Uh, let's see. Go ahead. No, yeah, you're right. That, I forgot about Freddie Kitchens. How could I forget about that? Uh, the Dallas Cowboys, they have – Gave Amari Cooper a five-year, $100 million extension. You saw that coming. Sean Lee's re-signing. Don't get that. Dak Prescott got tagged. Which he's still making more than what they were originally going to give him with the tag. He's making $28 million this year. Yeah, I don't... I mean, I guess if you were going to pick anybody to tag, it was probably going to be him. Yeah, you're not going to... You're not going mean, to burn a tag on a receiver. Right. And, I mean, I guess if you're going to tag somebody, if you think Ezekiel Elliott's the kind of guy who's going to stick around or whatever, or well, he's not much of an impact player. You don't have to – it could have went to Tony Pollard, too, because they just signed Zeke to that big extension. That's true. I forgot about the extension that Zeke signed. And then I think forever, one of my best friends is a huge Dallas Cowboy fan. And I think forever, he told me this the other day, because when I asked him about the tag that they put on Dak, he said that Dan Bailey, the old kicker, had the tag for the longest amount of time. I'm kind of surprised that there's been a couple teams, I feel like, that have used their tags on kickers. I think they should have put one on uh, Robbie Gold. Yeah, I mean, I can't remember who it was. Whoever used to kick for the Lions had the franchise tag for the Detroit Lions. And he was like their all-time leading point scorer. He kicked there for like 20 years. I can't remember who it was. I'm going to look it up now. But, yeah, I mean, I feel like that's probably a good call for Dallas. I mean, I guess if you're going to flip a coin and pick somebody, it'd probably be Dak. Uh, the Detroit Lions, they got Chase Daniel. Three-year, I think, $10 million deal. Green Bay hasn't done anything. Let's see. The Houston Texans. They sent DeAndre Hopkins to uh, Arizona. So now he's got from he's going from Deshaun Watson to Kyler Murray throwing him the ball. Yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, honestly, the way Watkins plays, he's obviously an impact player for whatever offense he lands on, and it being Arizona, I'm sure they're really happy to have him out there. Let's see, the Chiefs. Tag Chris Jones, their defensive tackle. 
picked up a $2.3 million contract option on for 2020 on Damian Williams. I think that's a good move because they're about to throw Mahomes the bag. Yeah. The Raiders. This is really surprising. You remember Kwiatkowski? He played for the Bears last year. Oh, yeah, the uh, linebacker fell in. He, he signed a deal with the Raiders uh, with three-year, $21 million contract. Jeff Heath, strong safety, signing with them. And then they went out and got Marcus Mariota, a one-year a ter- a contract with the Raiders. It says agreed to terms, same with Jason Witten on a one-year deal. So they got Mariota who got replaced by Ryan Tannehill and Jason Witten. I don't understand why they're signing Mariota. That makes no sense to me. That means that they're going to move Derek Carr. and I mean, it has to mean It that. has to, because if you're not moving Derek Carr, why would you sign a guy like that? I mean, even though the Raiders didn't have a great win-loss record, I mean, it wasn't anywhere where they wanted it to be anyway. I mean, Derek Carr, if you look at his numbers, he was by no means a slouch. No, absolutely not. So, I mean, I'm with you. It has to mean they're doing something with him. The Saints re-signed a $50 million or two-year $50 million deal with Breeze. Uh, The Giants really made some moves. They got uh, Kyler Fackrell and Blake Martinez, two strong linebackers. Blake Martinez. I feel like that's a good place to start for New York's defensive side. Good thing that Blake Martinez is out of Green Bay. I'm tired of watching him play the Bears twice a year. Right, no kidding. Uh, The Jets have done nothing. No guys I've never heard of before. Uh, Jalen Mills signed a one-year deal worth up to $5 million in Philly. Let's see. Derek Watt is joining his brother TJ in Pittsburgh. Oh. Greg Olson signed a one-year deal in uh, Seattle. Going back to Pittsburgh, I'm eager to see how they bounce back after a season of, you know, not a normal type of Steelers. Yeah. Well, they got rid of a big headache in their locker room last year. Right. You know, and then obviously with, Big Ben not being able to play. I don't care what anybody says about his mobility or whatever. That dude can play quarterback. I mean, he can sling it. And everybody forgets how good they were. I mean, think about that stretch they had where what, Ben's won what three Super Bowls, two or three, yep. three I think. Yeah, I mean they were solid, and they've all they're always solid defensively. Uh the Titans. Before I get to the Bucks, we'll go back to them. Uh, the Derrick Henry got the franchise tag. Vic Beasley agreed to a one-year contract with them. And then Ryan Tannehill got re-signed to a four-year, $118 million contract. The Redskins, Kevin Pierre-Lewis, and that's pretty much it. They've got some other guys, but nothing notable, super notable. But, yeah, the, the Steelers. How many times in football have you heard of somebody having to have Tommy John surgery? Yeah, that's crazy. I can't say I've ever heard of it, honestly. I think he might be the first one. Yeah, that's uh, 
that's a heck of a recovery, obviously, as we know, being baseball fans, especially oh, yeah. for quarterback. I can only imagine what it's like. What is it, eight to 12 months, isn't it? Yeah, depending on how you do and how much you want to push it and how much the doctors think you should. And that's a tough, any type of arm, whether it be your UCL or even up in your shoulder. I mean, it's just hard to put an exact timetable on it. Some guys are back way faster and then it takes some longer. Absolutely. All right, let's get to the Bucks. The reason why I saved them for last. <laughs> I'm sure you've seen exactly where you're going. Say, I'm sure you've seen it. And if you haven't, you haven't been on Twitter today. Um, Brady has an agreement in principle to join the Buccaneers on a deal that is believed to be roughly $30 million per year, according to Ian Rappaport and as well as first reported by Adam Schefter. There's three guys you need to follow right now. Number one is Adrian Wojnarowski from Wojnarowski of the NBA, Jeff Passan, and Adam Schefter. Three pretty big uh, info. I mean, those guys are full of information. They have contacts and ties everywhere. But Tom Brady has officially sent his farewell notice to Pats Nation. I think it's safe to say that the Tom Brady, New England, Bill Belichick era is officially over. Can't say I'm extremely disappointed to say to see that. Uh, that probably will be a dynasty like none that you know we'll ever we see again. May ever see again. Yeah. In any For sport, the amount of stuff that those guys went through and the players and out, you know, team roster depth charts that changed year in year out to have the same quarterback head coach combo that was that successful i don't know if we'll ever see that but i'm eager to see what it does to the situation in tampa bay like what does it do to a guy like Jameis winston that's what i was gonna ask Jameis winston led the league in passing yards last year with four thousand, but he also threw four thousand picks yeah no kidding Uh, sometimes you wondered if that dude was colorblind well, he did say that he needed he needed uh, eye or uh, glasses or vision correction because he couldn't see uh, outside of about eight yards. So How is that not something that you fix? <laughs> okay. I wear glasses every day. Yeah, I haven't like, been able to see for a long time. I I, I, I I knew pretty quickly. I'm sure you did too that we couldn't see very well. Yeah, like, are you kidding me? A guy comes out and says that he can't see past eight yards. Think about how far away eight yards is. Uh, On a football field, and when you're throwing the ball in the National Football League, that's not very far. No. That's from me to this wall. (laughs) Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, coach, I guess I should probably tell you I can't see past eight yards. (laughs) What? It's week How? 12, Jameis. Why are you just telling me this? <laughs> we could have got you some contacts for nothing. What in we're, the world? We're an NFL organization. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah, he, he said he, that. Oh, yeah, it came out. Uh, Colin got a hold of it. Our old buddy Colin Cowherd, he got a hold of it that uh, Jameis needed a, some, some vision correction, and that's why he was throwing all those picks. 
Good Lord. I mean, I guess if you're going to make any type of excuse, that's probably a good one. But you better be ready to get roasted if you're a professional quarterback and you tell everybody you can't see outside of eight yards when you're starting. I would have to roast anybody that said that that's 24 years old and can't see outside of eight yards. Yikes. <laughs> Swallow your pride, fella, and get yeah. some glasses. I did a long time ago because I can't wear contacts. I don't like touching my eyeballs. I just wear rec specs out there. Honestly, I'm I'm thinking that's the way to go. My contacts have been giving me fits lately. I'm tired of dealing with it. It's just a lot easier to put your glasses on and start your day, Jay. I'm telling you. That is true. But anyway, we'll see what happens when there's no sports. <laughs> this is what I know, right? You just about. run into some, yeah, you just kind of go off on some different types of tangents we'd probably never get to. <laughs> the uh, Anyway, Tom Brady, as much as I hate it in New England, and I'm tired of the story, I have to sit here and respect what happened in Tom or in New England the last 18 years. It's really something amazing. I mean, you talk about, I mean, we're not just talking about one of the best types of dynasties or most winning coach-player duos in football. I mean, we're talking like sports history yes. here. <laughs> It'd be since this the Yankees. Right. I mean, this isn't just a football thing in itself. I mean, let's be honest. These guys knew how to win, and, and they did whatever it took to do that. Now, this to me, does this mean that Josh McDaniels is finally going to get his, this this is going to be his farewell too. He's going to finally go ca- accept a head coaching position somewhere. I mean, you would have to think that that's probably the direction that it's going. I would think it would go in that type of direction. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of teams that would not mind having him. Uh, Chicago being one of them. I didn't say that. Yeah, I mean, I'm not opposed to doing that. I, uh, in all honesty, I would like to keep. I do like Nagy's offensive schemes to an extent. Like, he's obviously, he's a disciple of Andy Reid. Right. He's an Andy Reid guy. So, I mean, I'm not saying Nagy's a head coach, but I wouldn't mind him being like an OC or something. I don't know. I'm just, it's the only thing going on right now, so it's the only thing we had to complain about is media members. Yeah, it's true. But the Tom Brady thing isn't official yet to Tampa Bay. I do know that because Adam Schefter is talking. I just watched something on ESPN. Oh, speaking of net- networks, I finally got the marquee network. You got it, huh? Yeah, it only took me six months, but I got it. Got the marquee network for the baseball season to be postponed. <laughs> Let's see when you say it like that. Yeah, I know, but hey, I mean, that's off to you. That's the way to be persistent, man. Them TV providers, they'll, they'll jack you around quite a bit. So I got 24 hours of constant cub, Cubs coverage. Jay, out the other day, I don't know, 1984, the Ryan Sandberg game happened when he hit two homers to win the game mm-hmm. the ninth and the 11th. And not only that, he hit one of those off an of ex-Cub and one of the best Cub pitchers ever, I think, and Bruce Suter. Um which so you never should have traded Bruce Suter to St. Louis for to keep Lee Smith, even though he's a Hall of Famer. Anyhow, I watched that game four times this weekend. <laughs> that's, that's pretty crazy, isn't it? Was. That's how bored I was. 
I'm with you. I'm resorting back to watching highlights. I was watching some of the 05 team from Fighting Illini since like, we couldn't watch our squad play this year. I was watching some of those games, and I'll tell you what, those those guys dominated people. <laughs> when you can't lay in bed or you're laying in bed at night and you not nothing on, nothing to do, um, man, Frank William Frank Williams highlights just make you bring a smile to your face. Don't they? It just kind of makes you, or I guess a better word to be, just validates the stuff you see out of his Demonte. son. Right, his son Demonte, who plays for us now. Demonte does not have the skills set, I think, that his dad had. Right. But he's got something Frank Williams didn't have, and that's Demonte brings it night in, night out. Frank, that when is- he wanted to play, he, he was the best in the Big Ten. You couldn't stop him. There's some nights in there where – you know, there's some pretty pretty slow nights that he just didn't play hard. Right. And at least with DeMonte, you know exactly what you're getting. Not a lot of offense and solid defense. Whole lot of defense, yeah. But I don't know. We're gonna I'm I guess the only thing we have to watch really is the Tom Brady story is what's gonna happen. Yeah, because that, I uh, I'm eager, honestly. I don't I can't really think of anybody crazy offensive weapon-wise that would be in Tampa Bay for Brady off the top of my head. I'm sure there's a couple. Godwin and Mike Evans. Right, the Evans kid. I remember him being a pretty good receiver. Chris Godwin, who Tom Brady. They do have a pretty good running back. You know this. Tom Brady likes to throw over the middle. And because what's that do? That avoids sacks. Him getting hit. He's 43 years old. He don't want to take sacks. Chris Godwin, one of the best mid to midfield receivers in, in the in the NFL. So Tom Brady's going to have a heyday if he can stay healthy. Uh, uh, Godwin. That's Just true, throw. I guess. And you know, you get you get to play in a setting where your home games are warm, unlike where they've uh, yep. been for your entire life in Foxborough. <laughs> and Bruce Arians too. I mean, he was one of the reasons for Peyton Manning's success. He rejuvenated Carson Palmer's career in Arizona. What can he do with Tom Brady, who's not got father time on his side, but, I mean, he's still Tom Brady. Yeah, I mean, he really didn't show any signs of, you know, slowing down significantly last year. Obviously, he's not the same arm strength-wise, I don't think, but no, he's still as sharp as he can be. And, and, you know, I don't think necessarily with with the situation in Tampa Bay that they have to throw deep. Right, exactly. That probably had something to do with his decision, I'm sure. Well, that's pretty much it. That's all we have to talk about. Isn't that, de- isn't that depressing? <laughs> it's so depressing. Now, we did stretch this 40 minutes, so it's you and I when we get to yak, and we've noticed uh, we can do that. But, oh, absolutely. We'll stretch her 40 more if we need to, by God. I just, there's nothing going on, literally. <laughs> I mean, I'll I tell you know. what, though, I, I can, I, I will analyze the heck out of some sports movies, though. So we will that, at least have some of that stuff to reflect on, which is going to be as of right, I'm excited for that. As of right now, that's what we're doing. We're doing the people, people's choice. They want to see sports movies and then best sports video games. I've played a bunch of them, so, I mean, I oh, got me a bunch too. of them. 
so we'll do that. I might have to pull that stuff back out and start playing video games again. Well, I told told you right now, I I told you a couple weeks ago, I still play them if I get some time. I've been doing nothing but playing Madden and 2K and pulled out the PlayStation PlayStation 2 and played some NFL Street the other day. Because my classes don't even start till the 30th of March. I got my spring break got extended a week. Dang. You're living the dream other than there being no sports. If this would be the best dream if the NC2A tournament was supposed to be starting like it Isn't was supposed to. Isn't that crazy? Just sit on my couch and watch basketball all day. I'd love that. But anyway, we got to get through this before we can even think about sports returning, which is a sad thought. But, you know, we got to think of ourselves and each other before we can start thinking of entertainment again. That's exactly right, my friend. Give you a little rundown. Thursday, we are going to have a, a that will be a long episode because there's going to be three of us on here. That's right. You heard that right. Three of us. Jay and I have not had, we've had interviews, but we have not had somebody sit in in a recording session with Jay and I. There's a surprise coming Thursday. We're going to talk Illini football and Illini basketball and probably some other stuff too with him. He's a great guy, guy that I know, guy that uh, just as passionate about the Illini as we are. It'll be good to get a different voice in here with us as well. We're going to try to do a little bit of that during this hiatus. It may not be strictly sports at this time. Might be a little bit of something on Netflix that we both saw or whatever. We'll we'll get the episodes out. I, we don't have a problem with that, but the content's going to range, I think, for the next two months. Yeah, uh, you know, maybe a bittersweet thing. Uh, obviously, if it can be sports, we're going to make it sports as much as we can. But we'll show everybody we're not as one dimensional as they think. We, you know, they, we do have a life outside of sports, so. After this poll is closed, after this poll is closed tomorrow, I'll put up another one on WPXN's Twitter. So be ready for that. We are going to looks like review sports movies. That's blowing everything out of the water. We'll do some video games, but that one won't. I mean, that's not near as that won't take near as much, as long as a movie will. Um, at least movie we can stretch that into a 25, 30 minute episode. We'll pick some shows, put it up on a poll. We'll have them reoccurring. We'll start with the good ones. I'll have to rewatch a lot of them, too, because it's been, gosh, years since I've seen some of them. But I'll come up with four for each episode. We'll probably do that. I don't know when. We'll do one Thursday with with our special guest. We'll probably do one Sunday for Monday's episode of our next movie. How's that sound? That makes Sounds sense. Sounds like a plan to me. Jay? As always, appreciate you coming on. Appreciate you helping me out. Jay and I are a pretty good team, I think. We'll get through this together and all our listeners. Absolutely right. Thanks for having me and stay safe.